Hello everybody, welcome to Talking Hearts. This is Fridays with Holly at the hollytreetales.podbean.com. Lovely to have you here with me. Today I thought I'd be quite clever and manufacture a slight jingle for the start of the show. And uh, that's just to get us started instead of having the silence behind us. So I'm going to turn that down and we are going to get into some serious chat. Great to see some friends joining us. And today I am going to be talking on the subject of isolation. But first, I just want to quieten things in the studio, the home studio, the little amateur setup that is currently Talking Hearts. I hope you've had a really good day. It's sunny where we are, the, the most beautiful blue sky. The trees are all green at the moment. Where I'm sitting, I can see outside and there are many, many shades of green. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, what, what sort of a week have you had? Do you want to put a little comment into the chat? You've had a good week. Excellent, excellent. That's great. I'm not sure whether to name names or whether to keep everybody anonymous, but um, as we do this each Friday, we'll get better and better at it. So I'm just loving the hearts coming in and the support. That's really brilliant. Thank you. If you've been following my blog, thehollytreetales.com, or if you're in the prayer and love group on Facebook, um, or indeed were attending my live Facebook Live at the Holly Tree Tales um, page on Facebook on Wednesday, you will have heard that this week I've been speaking a little bit about um, isolation and how um, I have experienced that over a number of years, particularly in the area where we're living at the moment. Um, and given that so many people over the last couple or few months have had to go into lockdown, I know that many of you will have experienced what I've become quite familiar with. And so while I'm well versed at how to handle it, uh, what to do and how to how to cope, I know that many have struggled with um, knowing what to do with themselves other than um, watch Netflix or just binge on social media, scrolling through news feeds and so on. So I wanted to come along today and give you a little bit of... Um, a lift, hopefully give you a little bit of insight, but also make it real. I mean, being isolated is a real thing. Uh, whether you're isolated by distance or you're isolated because you are forced to stay home for some reason, perhaps you're unwell. In this case, we're isolated because that's a safe thing to do. That's the wise thing to do. Um, you might be isolated by virtue of being in a group that's that's shunned you or you know i'm aware that there are many many different kinds of isolation i'm not going to go into them all right now back in april i wrote um on my blog for now there is isolation and i'd like to read you that blog post today um, it was first written on instagram on the 5th of april and you can find it on my blog for now there is isolation. If you'd like to 
put any comments into the chat, by all means do, and I'll try and answer any questions that come up. I'm not sure how to invite you to come live on air live with me. So um, if that appears on my screen, I'll certainly try and enable any um, visitors to chat. But otherwise, I'm intending to be with you for about 15 minutes and we'll um, see how we go with with this live broadcast, which will be available, obviously, on the podcast afterwards. Right. For now, there is isolation. And this is what I wrote in April. It's illustrated with a photograph of the countryside and trees not yet in leaf. It was taken in um, the last the last part of winter this year. Take a good look at the picture. What feelings does it conjure up for you? What is your initial impression of the image as it relates to our world right now? These are my thoughts as shared in an Instagram post earlier today. Life might feel like this at the moment, but do you know how much life there is in this picture? Hold on, things will get better. They might have to get worse, but they will get better. Childbirth is like that, and nature has its cycles too. These are the things we can learn from. Hold on to hope, find calm, and use the time to grow. Later is when we'll see the fruits and the harvests. For now, there are winter moments, but within them are also many moments of spring. For now, there is isolation, but not far away, there is rebirth, regrowth, rejuvenation, gatherings of all sorts, renewal in many ways, and there is togetherness afresh. There will be recovery when there will be recovery. We can and shall get through this time and will have grown one way or another as a result of it. Find ways to become better out of this time. Find ways to love and to give. Find ways to be calm, creative and at one with what brings renewal and hope and joy wherever you can. Stay safe and stay home for others' sakes. Know too that you are loved. Mindfully, Holly. And then there's a PS at the end of this blog post about prayers online. If you're wondering how to manage during this time of isolation and would find it helpful to hear a prayer to encourage you and perhaps to pray along with, here is a prayer for you and for your loved ones, friends, colleagues, and others you know. And I share a link to my YouTube channel, which you might like to subscribe to. And if you go there, you'll find a series of prayers. This particular one um, is focused on isolation and it's called For Those in Isolation, a prayer. How are you coping with being stuck at home and not able to get out? 
would you like to tell me in the chat today? It's tough, isn't it? It's tough when you didn't actually seek the aloneness yourself, or it's tough if you're in a group of people that you're forced to be with 24 hours a day, for day in, day out, week in, week out. I know about this. I know about being alone for weeks on end. Where we live, we're fairly isolated. And if you know my story, you'll know that I suffered a breakdown quite severely in 2006, which led to me not being able to drive across the road or even hold conversations. And there were a lot of things that I found I was extremely limited at. And it took a lot of energy to go out into public. And I've talked about this elsewhere. But for all sorts of reasons, I have found that over the last 10 years, most of the time I've spent here at home alone. And instead of just being miserable or being depressed or feeling sorry for myself and being in a heap of tears, I found myself looking for ways to grow. And looking back, I can see how much I have grown and how much I, how well I've used that time, even though at the, at the start, I didn't know how long um, any of the periods of isolation would last. And I didn't know indeed how long we'd be living where we are. But I find that it's a really good thing when you're faced with a situation that you didn't ask for, to look at how you can make it work for you. And one of the things I've done to grow is I've learned about mindfulness. I started learning about mindfulness through Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese monk who has his base in France now, who's taught many people and many leaders around the world about the importance of mindfulness. And lately, um, I've noticed many, many articles and different people speaking about how important this is. And indeed, it's coming up a lot in the field of neuroscience, that mindfulness is key to combating stress. It's key to being in the best kinds of relationships or in the best shape in relationship. And relationships are the keys to our success and prosperity in life generally, because when we get our relationships right, other things tend to flow. Nothing else actually comes first besides our health and our well-being in ourselves. So in order to have a good relationship, you need to be able to be mindful, aware. You need to be mindful of how to best take care of yourself not in a narcissistic way, but in a healthy way. Be aware of your thoughts. Be aware of what you're putting into your body. Be aware of your environment, physical, mental, spiritual even, and how you might be being impacted by elements of your environment, like the air um, or the atmosphere, that's around you because of where you are location-wise or the mindsets of the people you're in the company of. 
So it's very important to become aware and to be mindful. And if you're a business leader and you put mindfulness at the top of your priority list, you will be more empathetic. You will probably or undoubtedly have more compassion for your employees, for people in authority over you, for your clients and customers, and you will create better relationships and potentially better services and products because you will be looking to find ways to add value rather than everything about being about you or the bottom line. The bottom line is very, very important in business. But nothing is more important than human beings, welfare, well-being, relationship, and the state of the planet that we live on, that we do our life and our business on. So when we become mindful, um, we can make better decisions, better choices. So mindfulness, for all sorts of reasons, is very, very, very important to me. And I encourage that as being at the top of the list of survival tips, but not just survival tips, not just coping tips, but how to thrive both in lockdown and in life in general. And in any way that you might be isolated at times in your life, for whatever reason, mindfulness can help you to address any kind of stress that comes up in that time and help you to be creative about ways to um, to actually go through it and to thrive as a result of it. So keep that in mind as something to pursue and find avenues, good healthy avenues to pursue mindfulness. The other tip I'd like to give you, well, that I've drawn on is my faith. Now you can have faith in all sorts of things. I personally have a very, very enduring, deep faith in a heavenly father. I believe that God exists, that he created the earth. And I have faith in his ability to take care of all of us. Um, I do believe that my faith comes with a relationship with my creator. And so that's important to me. And as part of my faith, I believe that whatever I ask for, providing it's in alignment with good and um, sustainability and what endures well for the benefit of others and the planet, not least myself, um, I can ask and believe that it will happen. Now, obviously, what we ask for doesn't always happen. So whether we're isolated or not, whether we are in lockdown or not, whether we are facing a crisis or we're just asking for a good parking space, I really think that we can ask believing that our, our wishes, our desires, our requests will be met. But sometimes they won't. And I think that if they're not, and we are in alignment and we are practicing faith. Christ said you only need to have faith as small as a mustard seed, but the key is you have to actually have the faith. And faith is believing in something you can't yet see. So whether you are isolated or not, have faith for what you would like to see or create or experience in your life and that it can happen 
whether it's to do with your health or a situation or a relationship, or if you're looking for guidance in creating a product or a service, practice mindfulness so that you will gain clarity and insight and you will be able to create um, tactics and strategies to get yourself from where you are to where you want to be. Have the faith that you can do it. And the next thing I'm going to introduce is journaling. So mindfulness number one, faith number two, journaling number three. Write everything down. I would encourage you to write wherever you can and get it off your mind and written down in some form. Now you could use your phone, put notes in your phone to journal or to write whichever notes, but I don't think that's such an enduring idea. I think short term, yes, but really better if we get things down on paper and filed um, or into journals, into annotated journals that we keep in sequence and we can refer back to so that we're not carrying things around in our brains and overloading ourselves. Journaling is very good for you. I've been learning during my brain training um, course, courses rather, that I've been um, taking part in over the last couple of years, that writing down is very good for our brain, having a pen and paper. Journaling your feelings, journaling your experience during lockdown, your experiences in any form of isolation or um, stressful situation, or even journaling about good things, obviously journaling about good things. And that leads me to gratitude. Now, these really aren't in any particular order, but gratitude is a massive, massive, massive key. And I wouldn't know quite where to put it for you. I see Chewbacca has joined us, which is wonderful. <laughs> um, we have several people with us at the moment, and I just wanted to come back and say, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's lovely having you on air with me. The podcast will be stored here as episode four, I think. And Chewbacca said, please call me Chewy. So Chewy, lovely to have you here. Now I'm going to get back to where I was before. Um, lovely to have you. Do stay with us right to the end and then share the podcast with your friends. And don't forget to subscribe. Um, bless you. Thanks. Right back to my little list of tips. We're on gratitude at the moment. And this is the fourth thing I'm mentioning. So gratitude, you can have a separate gratitude journal, which I think is quite good because it's a condensed version of pure wonderfulness. You can also have a gratitude jar. I've, I've heard of people starting these at the beginning of the year and each day they put a note in and at the end of the year, they open the jar, have th 365 notes and read them one by one. Can you imagine that sense that you get as you read 365 notes of gratitude of how blessed and abundant your life has been over the year? So that's a brilliant idea. But you could also write your gratitude each day in your normal journal that you use, your usual journal. Um, but I quite like to have my gratitude kept separately. And it's a really good discipline in the mornings or in the evenings before you go to sleep 
to write down three things that you are grateful for in your life or that took part that you took part in or that took place or that happened on that day you can obviously write as many as you like i mean 30 if you've got 30 on one day and you've got the time but the important thing is small habits daily so if you can practice each of these habits daily a little each day you will find your life transforming exponentially over time you might know you might look back over one week and if you've practiced mindfulness faith journaling gratitude etc you look back over one week of doing that every day you'll be amazed at how far you've come or how much better you feel if you look back after a month after two months three months if you look back over 90 days you will see that your mindset has been transforming and this is my next step my next point i want to make mindset matters mindset is so important no matter how you might be feeling notice your thoughts can affect how you feel and how you behave in response to how you feel so i would urge you to check in on your mindset if you're struggling with your thoughts get around some people get online and get around some people who are positive get around some people who are speaking positively and listen to what they're saying speak positively over yourself because your brain is listening to your words so speak out loud into the ether say things that are positive into your environment and over yourself adopt a positive mindset tell yourself you're capable tell yourself i am wonderful i am strong i am blessed i use my time wisely i am growing i am loving i am giving i am loved i am blessed i am abundant my life is abundant whatever it is you want to do just get your mindset fixed in a positive direction but that's the only kind of fixed i'm going to talk about in terms of mindset today because a fixed mindset keeps us stuck but i'm encouraging you to fix your mindset in a positive direction not being a fixed mindset sort of person who doesn't grow that's not what i'm talking about so get into a positive frame of mind as often as you can each day next point self education use this time to learn learn about the things that you would like to be better at now i'm not suggesting you go and get stuck into trying to get better at all your weaknesses no think about what you love what you are good at what feels natural to you and you go and improve in those areas because we always can go and grow in those areas go and find out how you might be able to help other people in those areas with what you're good at now i'm actually very soon going to be starting my first masterminds and i'm going to be offering masterminds on a few different subjects my first mastermind that i will be teaching will be on courage i'm also going to be introducing a mastermind that i am going to be inviting another expert to teach on 
And guess what the subject is? You won't guess, I bet. We're going to be showing you some special things that you can do with Lego. How about that? For adults or for children. So that's one of the other mind, um, masterminds coming up. And I am quite possibly also going to be sharing some secrets about recycling, how we can reuse things that we have in our in our daily lives. So self-education is a good thing and I'm going to be helping a little bit with that myself very soon. I love educating myself. I love inspiring my brain to stretch and grow and flex. So this is something you can do during lockdown. Now, final point for today, and that will be number seven. And obviously these are in no particular order. Final point, your health. Your health is paramount, your physical health. And I'm going to say, please drink water. Get pure water if you can. Drink water, drink lots of liquids, stay off alcohol. If you have to have alcohol, be mindful of how you use it. You don't want to be allowing other things to affect your brain. You be in command of your brain. You want your brain working well for you, especially in isolation, especially in lockdown. You want to grow and to thrive and to succeed. So look after your health, become educated on how you can better take care of your health, whether it's exercise or flexing your brain, making better choices about what you eat and drink, you know, getting the help and support you might need for your mental health, whatever it is, Take care of your beautiful, wonderful, incredible self. And on that note, I'm going to have to sign off. Our time is up for today. Thank you all so much for joining me. Please tell your friends all about this podcast. I'll be back here again live next Friday, same time, 4pm in the UK. In the meantime, subscribe to follow my podcast and you'll be notified of any additional podcasts that might be um published in the meantime as well. So I'm going to bid you adieu and wish you lots of love. Bye.